Well, hey, welcome to the One Big Thought Podcast, the podcast we talk about real ministry for the majority. I am Andy George, and joining me as always is Ken Hester. Hello to you, sir. Hello. And hello to everybody who are listening right now. Where do you listen to podcasts the most, Ken? In the car. Yeah, is it yeah. a car thing? It's a commute deal. I wonder. Now, we, we know, I mean, obviously, there's there's plenty of data out there that probably most people listen to podcasts on their phone. Yeah. But I wonder how many are listening in the car versus in the office yeah. versus like on a walk. So mine are two. A, a, lot, two of, a lot of people listen to it in the office. Yeah. I feel, like a lot, I feel like, you know. I can't I, focus. I, I can I can listen to music in the office. Mm-hmm. I can't listen to somebody else talk while I'm trying to work. Trying to work. Yeah, I can't do that yeah. either. So for me, it's the car ride and it's when I walk the dog for a couple miles. So oh, that's, a, that's yeah. the thing. Yep. Yeah. Podcast away it goes. So all that to say, wherever you are right now, Welcome to One Big Thought. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Thanks for, for subscribing. Part of it. And, yeah, you know, sharing it every now yep. and again. You know, just a screenshot or yeah. a quick share button yeah. over there to the right. Share this episode yeah. or share this show. Say something. It goes a long way. <laughs> you know, so we do appreciate it. We we value all our listeners, and um, you know, we we say this pretty regularly, but we'd love to connect with you. We'd love to just hear about your ministry. We'd yeah. love to hear about maybe some things that that you could teach us what's one big thought that you have right, that yeah. you would like to share with us. And maybe we should have you on the podcast, you know, maybe you can share it. So, uh, but, but definitely subscribe, um, comment and, uh, and share it with somebody. And thanks for, thanks for being here today. You know, today we are going to talk about something that we've kind of touched base on, on some, on, on earlier podcasts. We've kind of gone around it here and there, but it is five people that you need in your life. And, you know, there's there's probably more than five people that you need in your life for sure. But when you kind of boil it down and you look at it and you really take a look at um, who are the who is a sphere of influence and who are you influencing that can really move your ministry and move your life forward, I think about these five people. Is and, one of them a um, rich person? <laughs> It should be. It should we should be. have six. You need. Six we should people. have six people in your life. <laughs> the six yeah. person's a rich a person. Rich person. Yes. With so. their own plane. That'd be great. I need that kind of friend. Yes. <laughs> so if you're out there right now and you're you're rich and have your Definitely own plane, leave a if comment. you don't have enough friends, hit me up. Do you remember that old? Uh, I can't remember. It was a Super Bowl commercial. I mean, probably 25 years ago, where it was like uh, they met some. They met this guy in. Uh, in, in a club and it was like his name was Sergey and they were like oh, or Sergio they're like hey Sergio and and they just like end up on his plane and like they go all <laughs> these different places and they're like you know Sergio we should call him and they're and then they're like nah let's not call him like, okay <laughs> so they had a friend that it, was, it was pretty hilarious so anyway um, so we need a friend at, with a plane that's yeah, so what we're, we're really getting at so what you're getting at is that every person should have these certain people in their life, mm-hmm. why why is it important to have... So, I mean, honestly, let's face it, how many people have more than just one or two really close people in their life? Yeah, I mean... I mean maybe you, some, but Usually we don't. have friends in our life. That's Quaint, not... Acquaintances, acquaintance, friends. Acquaintances, a boss, or something right. like that. Like, you, But if you really think about... Um, you know, the the very first one I'll kick it off is a coach or a mentor, mm-hmm. you know, somebody that, that can give you a little bit of different perspective in your life is what really is going to help you. So if you think of it again, from a sports, from a sports um, perspective, a coach is going to 
look at game film. They're going to come up hmm. with an, they're going to come up with a, a game plan. Mm-hmm. They're going to give you some direction, some insight. They're going to challenge you in ways that you didn't challenge yourself, and they're going to help you reach a different level, a different state than you could on your own. Right. And if you have a coach, if you have a mentor that helps you see from a different layer, a different perspective, then that's going to move you further, farther in ministry and in life. So, um, you know, you coach um, Mm -hmm. um, professionally through John Maxwell, um, Mm -hmm. as well as you do some ministry coaching on the side. And, you know, I do some ministry coaching as well. And we just see over and over again the value that a new perspective brings to great leaders. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think though the beautiful thing of having a coach in your life, it's similar to sports, very similar to sports, is that a good coach is going to pull the best out of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they also can speak to you in a way that other people can't. That's true. So I've had a lot of coaches that played sports my whole life, um, up until adult years, and uh, there's good coaches and bad coaches. Mm-hmm. And the good coaches are usually the ones that are are pretty tough, but they're pulling the best out of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the coaches that I've had that were the weak coaches, weaker ones were ones that just want to be your friend. Yeah. And they want everybody to like them and they just, they, they just they didn't want to ruffle anything. Um, and so to me, the, the harder the coaches I had, usually they got the best out of me. Now you think about that in context of your spiritual growth mm-hmm. or your business growth or your own personal growth. When you have somebody that's going to speak truth to you, in a way that's going to pull the best out of you. That's the best kind of coach. Yeah, they're pulling that potential yeah. out. Yeah, they're not doing it for you. Right. Like coaches aren't going to do it for you, but they're going to help you understand how you can do it better. Mm-hmm. And that's real important. Yeah. So, you know, again, think think about a coach in your life. Think about if you don't have one, find one. You know, whether there's a life yeah. coach or professional coach, so a, a mentor that yeah. um, that you reach out to, some someone that can give you different perspective, that can pull some potential out of you. That that's the first one. Yep. The second one is a leader, and you go, well, Ken, what's the difference between a coach and a leader? Well, the coach is again somebody that maybe isn't in your everyday life, but they can give you that perspective. A leader is someone that is more regularly in your life. So I would consider you as my lead pastor, my a leader. We talk regularly, we have one-on-ones, right. all of that and and you pull you help lead me on a regular basis. Right. Well then I have a coach separately sure. that gives me a different perspective and mm-hmm. then I could take some of the leadership things that you give me and then how do I apply that mm-hmm. in my life? You see, so yep. it's a, it's 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 different because that leader is more on the ground level. Yeah. So, Ken, how do you navigate if you're somebody's listening right now to this podcast and they don't have a staff or other people that are in their everyday life? How would you encourage them to find the leader then? Yeah, the, the leader that is diff- right. You're on staff. You're in ministry. Maybe you're in a, a, a small church and you're you're the only one. Mm-hmm. Um, Look for other leaders that lead people, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So uh, there, is, I guarantee you, there's another church in the area that right. is you, is a little bit larger than you, or maybe a lot larger than you. Mm-hmm. Just reach out and say, yeah. "Hey, can I join your staff meeting? Can mm-hmm. I can I shadow you? Yeah, kind can of I, learning. From can what I they're learn doing. from what yeah. they're doing? You know? Yeah, and I think that's one of the differentials between that kind of coach mentor and leader. Mm-hmm. Coach mentor is kind of pulling out of you where a leader is showing you. Yeah. I think that's an important thing to, 
if I want to be led well, then my leader has to show me mm-hmm. kind of how to lead, how to lead and follow. So I like that idea. If you're at a church where maybe you're the only staff person, reach out to another church and just ask if you can attend some of their staff meetings. Learn how to do it. Learn from what they're doing. That's a great idea. We've like we've that. done that over the years. Yep. You know, we've done that here. You know, yep. in different ministries. You know, you don't always have to go to a conference. I think sometimes we're like, oh, let's go to a conference, yeah. and you don't actually get leader a lot of leadership. You get leadership principles right. out of a concert uh, out of a conference, yep. but you don't get the practical like everyday leadership. Yep. And for you to shadow, for you to create, um, yeah, and 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 quite frankly. You know, uh, we don't have enough connection in the church world. Mm-hmm. Like we live in our own bubbles. Mm-hmm. For you to actually reach out, I guarantee you, another another pastor in the area yeah, would be more good. than willing to have you come and hang out. Whether it's a youth pastor, a kids pastor, or a lead pastor yep. in, in any area, it's an opportunity for you to just just seek out some leadership. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, um, number three. Is this we're kind of got, we're we're rocking through these? Hey, we got five of them, and we only got like seventeen minutes. Yeah, so, that's you know. true. That's true. So, yeah, keep it rolling. So, <laughs> le, so, um, when you think about you, you got a coach, you got a leader. We talked about discipleship actually in, in a previous podcast, and the, a, a great role of a disciple is to be a multiplier, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So, if you're going to be a disciple, if you're going to be coached, if you're going to be led, then what should you have in your life next? An apprentice, somebody yeah. that you can now lead. Somebody you're pouring into. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody that you're pouring into. So, Andy, what you know, we're going to pause here for a second as we look through these last three, right? A coach, a leader, an apprentice. Where have you found yourself in those roles and then seeking out those roles, finding an apprentice, yeah. right? Finding a leader, finding a coach. Yeah. So, for me, um, so the good thing with both of us is that we are actually living out what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So I have a coach that I've had for several years now and I meet with them monthly basis. Um, I have leaders that are in ministry that I'm learning from and growing from that are leaders. Mm-hmm. And, um, and in my life, what I do is I tie, you said it, if we're going to make disciples, then we have to actually make disciples. Yep. And so for me personally, it is about finding particularly some men in our church that I look at and say, hey, um, I want to I want to kind of invest in you for a year. Mm-hmm. So that's what it looks like for me. Yeah. So it's a year. It's like, I, hey, want to journey with me for a year yep. so I can pour into you and help you in your discipleship pathway. And it's usually people that we see some potential in, uh, maybe future elders, future ministry leaders, uh, people that you just kind of have a, a good immediate connection to. Yeah. Just to say, hey, would you be willing to just journey with me for a year? And so that's how I do it. Now everybody does it a little differently. Some people less more. You know, I can do a few people at the same time. Mm-hmm. Some people do group settings where they'll do three and four together. Yes, yeah, true. But to me, again, as a pastor, I wonder how many pastors are actually discipling people, right? As opposed to just telling your church to do it. Yeah. I, and I think a lot of people just tell their church to, "Hey, you, we all want to make disciples, but I'm too busy." Or, no. or again, it, you know, depending, you know, we've got a lot of, you know, churches around the country and the globe that are reaching this secession period mm-hmm. in their church. That mm-hmm. The founding pastor has been around for 30 or 40 years. They're getting ready to retire. Right. And and you've walked through that as well. So mm-hmm. you had a leader that was in your life that our, our former senior pastor here that yep. brought you along as an apprentice. Right. And yeah. was able to walk you through, this is Correct. what it looks like to be a senior pastor over several years' yep. time frame. Boy, did he fool me. And 
<laughs> it is great. Yeah, You'll then, love every minute of it. Oh, man. Oh, know. okay, great. Nope. Just kidding. <laughs> no, but, that's exactly right. You know, so yeah. it's like th- that intentionality for uh, for you as a leader mm-hmm. to seek out someone. Yep. And and bring them along and make sure that they're they're shadowing you there because you just don't know. Yep. You don't know what's next. You don't know what could happen. And um, it, it's just great to have the apprenticeship. It's great to have that leader in your life. It's great to have that coach. So let's back up one second for the the coach aspect again. So you said you've got a, you've got a coach in your life. How long has that coach been there? And how did you find that coach? Yeah. So this particular coach I have, I've had for. Oh geez, it's probably been six years or so, maybe mm-hmm. maybe seven years, and it was a connection that um, that our senior pastor had and made, mm-hmm. and knowing that my trajectory was taking me to a certain place, he recommended, hey, you might want to meet with this coach yep. to start forward thinking, and so that's how the relationship started. So it's been going pretty strong that's for great. six seven years now, and in fact, I got a, I had a call this last week. I got one, like I said, it's once a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, in hard times, it's weekly. <laughs> right. Yeah. So there, there was a season where it was it's like every Monday we were doing a check-in. Uh, now it's about once a month. So it just depends on what's going on. And it's a pure, true uh, coaching. You know, And they're not in ministry. They're, mm-hmm. not a, they're not a staff pastor somewhere. They're not in ministry. They're an actual professional high-level coach. Mm-hmm. So. so again, there's value in that. Maybe it's maybe you, you go, I can't find I'm, – I'm, I don't know where to find a coach. Right. Ask somebody Google else. Google it. Ask, or, yeah, Google it. Yeah. Or, or ask somebody yeah. else in your yeah. life that has a coach because that same coach was coaching our former senior pastor as well. Yep. So you go, yep. all right, maybe it's a recommendation. Maybe right. it, it's easier sometimes than you think it is. Yep. And um, there's probably someone in your life that can fill that role of, of the coach. There's somebody in in or around your life that, if you don't have a leader, can fill that role as a leader. And there's somebody definitely around your life that you can pour into, that you can multiply, that you can say, I want you to shadow and follow along. I want to be able to invest and to, to develop you in an apprenticeship-type role. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last two, as we kind of turn the corner here into the last few minutes together— the last two is a friend. Mm-hmm. You need, I mean, we all need friends, yep. right? But I think especially in ministry, you need a friend. And, and again, we've mentioned it on the podcast before. Who is it that you can be real with? Who is it that you can shut the door and you just, you, you have a, a private conversation. You're not worried about that conversation going anywhere. Right? Yeah. You and I have that pretty regularly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In ministry, especially, again, most of you listening are in ministry. Uh, you have to have a friend in, in your life. Mm-hmm. You have to. There, I don't know how you can make it without a friend in ministry. And a lot of times it's very helpful to have somebody that's not at your church to be yeah. that friend. Now you can have friends in, in your sure. church, but in ministry, I would say find somebody that has a, a very um, connection with you on a friend level, maybe mm-hmm. another peer yep. that you can just be friends with, that you can pick up the phone. They're going to check in on you. You're going to check in on them. You're going to go hang out together you know, you're going to vent to each other, pray for each other. Like you need that in your life. And, and yeah, can it be your spouse? It sure. can. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Stacy's my friend. Mm-hmm. I, I hope so. <laughs> uh, but there is a lot of stuff that I don't share with her about ministry. Yeah. Because, you know, she's my wife and, you know. Yeah. You want to make sure that, you know, you, you also yeah. protect uh, her feelings, her emotions. feelings yeah. and emotions towards the church. But right. I got friends that I can just be like, listen. <laughs> Straight up. This yeah. is this is what I'm going through. This and, is how I'm processing. And you also it. need yeah. friends in ministry that won't talk about ministry. Yeah. If you don't want to. Yep. So you, so you got to be able to shut it off too. Like guys, you just call and just be like, 
how's the game or yeah. let's go to a game or let's do something. So yeah, yeah it's very important. So the ministry is lonely. It really is. Yeah. And you've got to have a, at least one friend, a couple of friends, you know, I have a handful of, 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 mm-hmm. of guys that I just I text or we, we randomly talk about whatever. Um, and it will circle back to ministry, but it's like, all yeah. right. And sometimes we check in weekly, monthly. Some of those guys are around the country and we just check in yeah. like once or twice a year, but you've got that safe place to yep. just be you. Yep. And that's, that's so valuable. Yeah, the, absolutely. The last thing that we have is this, the, the fifth person. So just a quick reta- recap again. We've got a coach, you've got a leader, you've got an apprentice, you've got a friend. And then finally, in ministry, I believe that this is one of the, the, the roles that is missing most and is probably most beneficial is someone far from God, someone yeah. that doesn't have a relationship with Christ. Absolutely. Because if your heart mm-hmm. doesn't break for the lost and you're not directly connected mm-hmm. to that, it's very hard to get in any role of ministry and yeah. tell people, tell other people to do it. Well, it makes you better. <laughs> it makes you better. Yep. You know, there's there's a there's several people because as you said, um, you know, I'm obviously lead pastor of this church, but I'm out in the community a lot. Mm-hmm. And for me, I would leverage my kids' school. Yep. So sports primarily. And so you just start hanging out. You start hanging out at games, and all of a sudden now you start talking to Joe, and Joe's an engineer. He works someplace. They don't go to church anywhere. You know, doesn't really have a faith of his own, mm-hmm. and yet you're there next to him every game, talking to him. Your kids start hanging out. You know, like I, it was a it was an ongoing joke. That, um, I make friends wherever I go. Like yeah. I just I just like hanging out. And uh, we were doing travel volleyball, and you know, all of a sudden, like me and this guy, we just started. Hanging out. Yep. And we were just known as like the volleyball dads. Volleyball dads. And we're there. Yep. And, you know, he's he's not, wasn't a Christian at all. And yet over time, it's amazing how doors, it just starts to mm-hmm. open, you know. And all of a sudden there's questions about church. There's questions about what I do. And then there's questions about God. And and it's just a natural thing. But if I didn't have that in my life, if yep. I'm just in a bubble, mm-hmm. then I'm one, I'm not sh- keeping myself sharp. Yep. And I'm not fulfilling the, the commission. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like we get, like we had to you're get back not, to that. You're preaching about living yes. out the commission, but you're not actually Listen, living out the commission. Go into right. all the world and make disciples, which means yep. there's something before they're a disciple, mm-hmm. and guess what? They're far from God. Yep. So, <laughs> so get out there, get out there, find and, somebody far. Yeah. Even if it's just you know creating a relationship with the Starbucks barista or whatever, you know, like yeah. start up a conversation. You know, um, yeah, you know, I've I've heard pastors that they, they get they they'll they'll go to the gym regularly and they get a personal trainer. Yep. That is an opportunity yep. for them to build that relationship because again, out of all of this is it is relational in every single in every single person that you need in your life. It's a relationship that you need yep. to make you better, to make you stronger, to help you grow in your faith, and to live out that faith. Absolutely, good deal. Well, Ken, thanks for bringing that to the table. I've said those five people in your life are so important and critical and. Uh, if we can help in any way, as always, let us know. Otherwise, thanks for being on this episode with us, and we will catch you again on the next One Big Thought.